0: Andy Bush and Richie Firth here. This is, uh, just before we even start this podcast, <laughs> we're not calling it that. Yes, it's called it. Right, like, can I just explain?
1: <laughs> it's going to be explained in the show, my it's friend. It's
0: not, it's not. I need to explain it at the start to these people, <laughs> to these good people.
1: It really is, you're your, your, your duplicating.
0: We, for some reason, have become fixated on this show with my mum and dad owning a van called a Bongo Friendly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't just own it.
0: We, when we were younger, my mum and dad had a Bongo <laughs> Friendly, which is made by what company again? Master <laughs> Master Bongo Friendly, and the whole deal is, if you drive past another Bongo Friendly driver, <laughs> you tip the headlights and wave. But for some reason, <laughs> Richie's obsessed with it. <laughs> as have
1: become the listeners, and they've rumbled you, as you're about to hear in today's podcast.
2: Absolute Radio,
1: the hometown podcast with Bush and Richie,
2: with Tesco Mobile. Every little
1: helps. Today's show has started with Nirvana. Huh? and Queens of the Stone Age. If anyone's going to argue about that, I honestly don't know what we can do for you. You You
0: didn't get me a coffee, but I feel more than awake just for the (laughs) music itself, Richie.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's Absolute Radio's home time, Wednesday evening, Andy Bush and Richie first.
0: A lot of people have been asking, a lot of people have been asking, what are Bush and Richie doing for Christmas? Mm. And I don't mean sleeping arrangements, I mean stuff, an initiative, that kind of thing. And it's time for us to make our big announcement. It's so exciting. Very excited about this, everybody. Uh, Richie and I are very proud to announce that our main Christmas initiative in the run into Christmas itself is an initiative called The, De- uh, the Twelve Daves of Christmas uh, Undertaking a project unlike any other uh, Every day we're going to have a different Dave from the United Kingdom Absolute Radio listeners phoning in and singing in different part of our song, and we'll have 12 Daves of Christmas from different parts of the country. It is going to be an incredible musical project, and we want to we want to like encompass the entire breadth of the country here, yeah. right? You don't want people from down in the south to right up in the Outer Hebrides, that kind of thing. Everybody's involved. It's 100% inclusive. If you're a Dave and you're in Falkirk,
1: then you're allowed. Yeah, you're in. If you're a Dave and you're in Falmouth, yeah. you too are allowed. But the problem is, and here's our one little worry. This
0: is the thing we're concerned about. Are the Daves out there? Are there the Daves in the locker in the United Kingdom as we speak right now? Not a month goes by with an article being in the paper
1: stating that like a name like Gary is going out of uh, use. Or or Nigel is another one that I've seen. Nigel is another name on the way. I don't think there are any Kevins left at all. They've completely become extinct. There were no Garys born in the last 12 months.
0: Yeah. Seriously. And we think Dave's might be on that list, so we're a little bit worried. So, look, tomorrow we are launching this properly, 12 Dave's of Christmas. We're locked in. Uh, We've obviously paid a lot of money for the rights to the music. Yeah. Cost us most of the show budget for (laughs) next year as well. The issue is we're not quite sure about the current... UK Dave population. Almost thinking like endangered birds here. Yeah. Maybe we'll get as many as we can to come into the show tonight in terms of come through Facebook and text and tag them all on their ankle a little bit like puffins. <laughs> so look, on our Facebook page right now, we just want to test the water with this and this will be the decider as to whether we go ahead with this tomorrow. If you are a Dave and you know a Dave, we need you to get in touch. Tell us your location. Make them aware that this amazing initiative is happening and maybe some people who have got a baby due might hear this think the name dave oh that'd be brilliant and name their child dave fantastic the circle of life folks the circle of life absolute radio on a wednesday it's billy idol the home time podcast with bush and richie
2: absolute
0: radio billy idol's white
1: wedding on absolute radio's home time with andy bush and richie firth searching for dave that's
0: right we have launched our christmas initiative it all kicks off tomorrow the 12 daves of christmas imagine this folks a song that we build together every day on the show. We speak to a different day from a different part of the United Kingdom building the song, something beautiful and we end up with this amazing thing with 12 of them all in one go. And maybe it gets to number one. Let's not think too far ahead but it might be good. However, we are just a little bit concerned which is why we're doing our due diligence today. The only thing that can kill this dream is if the Daves aren't out there. And do you know what? Early signs are that this could still be on. What we've done is we've sent up a flare, if you like on our facebook page just asking uh, what is the uk dave population like are you a dave do you know a dave are there many out there dave davies is alive and kicking in whitney in oxfordshire dave davies dave
1: stakes is sat in gregs right now waiting for his sani to cool down a bit dave nind
0: is alive and well in huddersfield kimberly has tagged in dave lee who's that Dave Lee. Dave Lee. Yes, brilliant. This is it. If you if you know a Dave, tag them and let them know about yeah, this as well. Great. Get them involved. And the notorious D A G, who apparently is a Dave, <laughs> says I'm a Dave, but I'm rubbish at singing. <laughs> Maybe I could play drums. I'm in fife. <laughs> You've got to come on and sing. That's the main thing. So look, get on our Facebook page now. If you're a Dave or you know a Dave, let's make this beautiful thing happen together. And we've got Muse on the way next. Home
2: time with- a huge range of gifts for everyone to make christmas special however you do christmas everyone's welcome at tesco mobile
1: Our 12 Daves of Christmas will start on home time tomorrow, but if you know a Dave, please keep the good work going, spread the news, so we're in a healthy situation
0: for tomorrow's big Christmas 2018 project. We kick off with Dave one tomorrow, the first one on the song. Uh, This is kind of the Dave equivalent of the Doomsday book. It isn't it? The Dave's Day book. (laughs) We want all of them mapped, so more about that. Uh, We'll be talking to one, hopefully, in a bit as well on this show. A Doomsday book. A Doomsday book. That would work. That's what we're going to call it. Uh, Just in other news, I don't know if you saw on Twitter. I've started running recently. I did
1: see this. I was very impressed. I'm actually a little bit jealous. I'm a a lapsed runner. I'd love to get back to it. So the fact you're enjoying it, I'm jealous.
0: Well, at the very beginning, I've only done like four or five so far. So I'm kind of getting into it. I enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I would do. I think it's because we've moved to the seaside. There's something nice about running along Mm. by the sea. You feel like you're in some kind of an advert. And it's flat. And it's flat as well, no hills <laughs> at all, which is great. But I've got a newbie question, right, about running. Far away. And it's this. When you're running and you run past other people who are also running, yeah. <laughs> what's the etiquette on saying hi or waving? It bothered me the whole way around when I went around the other day. I was saying, do I like say hello to them or do I just keep my eyes to the ground and don't make eye contact? It was a real conundrum. I would say there is no
1: fixed rule. It's really governed by, first of all, how your run is going. Okay. And then secondly, how their run is going. So if if you feel that yours is going well enough to be able to go, all right, as you go by or nod vigorously or with a smile then great that's good but what you have to take into consideration is how they are looking and if they are looking on death's door yeah and like they're really struggling <laughs> what they don't want is is you bright and breezy going hey right all right, right? <laughs> all right. <laughs> yeah. so it's on how you're going and critically on how they're going.
0: See, it's weird because I feel like a bit of a newcomer because I don't really know what I'm doing. So maybe they're like an in crowd and I'm not. I don't know. It was kind of an outsider complex thing going on. I tweeted this earlier on. Some of the replies, very interesting. Tom says, running past no, running towards yes. Which is quite interesting. Okay, right. Yeah. So if you overtake someone, you're going to go, all right, mate? I'll oh, definitely. Burn them off. Yeah, absolutely. Spot on. Laurie Bolt. God, imagine having the surname Bolt, and you're into running. Yeah. A lot of pressure. Uh, a knowing nod, especially. Like to do this with other runners who look far more athletic than me. Uh, Brian <laughs> says it's okay within the boundaries in the boundaries of London. No, no one will say anything back to you in the provinces. Fine. And Paul Bainbridge says I usually do the Harry Kane Deli Alley handshake to each runner. Mind you, I'm out for three hours doing a one-kilometer jog whilst I do this. <laughs>
3: If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't
0: really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. When you run past other people who are also running, do you say hi? A little bit like, you know, bus drivers flashing headlights, that kind of thing. What's the right thing to do? Mini
1: drivers of the old-fashioned minis used to actually just wave at each other. I don't know whether that's different now. Minis have got bigger and there's big minis and all that kind of thing, but that used to be a thing as well.
0: Well, my mum and dad used to own a specialist car called a Bongo (laughs) Friendy. I never a, heard of it a Toyota never heard of it Bongo friendly. it was like this people carrier thing I don't think they even make them anymore now <laughs> but the rule was if you drove past another Bongo friendly, you would have to wave <laughs> <laughs> it's true there's a little bit keys in the bowl but it's true uh, let's go to the phones and say hi to Pete hello Pete hi there how you doing good good to have you on you're doing a, a marathon soon is that right
4: yeah that's right I started running in April this year
0: and uh, I've um,
4: I've signed up for the Brighton Marathon next April
0: Good man, Are you on target to do that?
4: Yeah, yeah. I've done a half marathon already, and uh, joined a local running club. So I go out sort of three times a week. So it's quite interesting to hear your question about the etiquette thing because I've, I've been in the same quandary as well. Yeah, what do you do? do you do? Do you get involved?
0: Yeah. Have you got any ideas as to what you can do? Yeah,
4: absolutely. What I tend to do is, uh, if I'm, uh, if, if, the, if the other guy that's running towards, or lady that's running towards me, is uh, looking sort of, you know, is uh, if they're fitter, doing well. I tend to take a deep breath in and say, "Hi, hey you doing?"
0: Right. <laughs> so I'm not part of there.
4: Yeah. Uh, but no, always just a nod in a, a friendly way as well. I think that goes the wrong way.
0: Oh, okay, cool. That's good. So kind of polite. And have you ever got to know anyone through doing this? Say what? Sorry. Have you got to know anyone through doing this?
4: Yeah, of course, absolutely. I was uh, running. A, I did a park run on Saturday in Marlborough, and I was chatting to uh, to, to a guy. While well, we were chatting in between
0: Panton. uh you know, <laughs> if you've just joined um, in, he's talking about jogging. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's,
4: it's all, you know, it's just you find
1: somebody that you face with as well, so you can have a bit of a chat. Yes, yeah, it's,
0: it's all good. It's all good fun. What uh, with this and your bongo a, friendies, it's all getting a little <laughs> bit strange for me. But the point is the same, Richie. And this is what <laughs> this is why I want: inclusion. I want to be part of. I'd love to be part of a thing that you do, whether it's a passion or a job or something you drive or whatever. Where you you wave at other people b- be- because you have a shared interest. I'll wave at you at the start of the show if you want. That, that's not quite the one, <laughs> I love that.
2: Absolute Radio.
0: If you
3: insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then.
0: The Hometown Podcast with Bush and Richie. We are talking about I guess waving clubs. It started with me asking, now that I've started running a bit, do I wave and say hi to other runners when they run past you or not? What's the etiquette? And are you in a club where maybe you wave to other people who've got the same passion as you? Now I need to apologize to uh, to you and your mum and dad. I laughed at
1: the uh, the Bongo Friendies. Never heard of them. I've just googled it. Yeah. <laughs> what
0: a great looking vehicle this is. My mum and dad had this thing. Well, who's it made by? Uh, it's a Master. Master Bongo friendly. I don't think they even make them anymore, but they had to wave whenever they saw another one yeah. on the motorway. Lovely little pop-up tent that comes out the uh, roof as well. They never had that bit. But Lindsay's just texted
1: in from Portsmouth, I have a bongo It's the best thing ever. And yes, you wave to other drivers.
0: Still going strong. Patrick says, I'm a mobile breakdown patrol guy uh, and all other patrol stroke recovery drivers tend to nod, wave or flash their beacons when passing. Fellow members of the trade just saying hello on the lonely road. And Tigsy from Dudley says, guys, I drive a Subaru Impreza and whenever we see other the drivers Is that how you say it Or am I saying yeah, something that a right. like a pretzel <laughs> We do a thing called A Scooby wave Brilliant Don't know what
1: that is Sam on the phone In Shrewsbury What uh, what little club are you in then Who are you waving at
0: Waving at other people Driving their uh, Land Rover Defenders
1: Now okay. Now This is an interesting one Because that means You have the right To
0: wave at the Queen I believe She is a Land Rover driver <laughs> She is Yeah Can you describe a, a Land Rover Defender To people like me Who don't really know What type of car that is What makes it so different And special
3: it's the sort of big boxy one that doesn't really look
0: like it's actually been designed at all. <laughs> <laughs> Are they quite old cars? Uh, yeah, mine's 23, 24 years old, I think now. OK, and you see one coming towards you in the street, you're driving yours, what do you do? Flash of the lights, a little wave-high thing, like a bus driver, what do you do? Whatever, you've got really a little flash of the light. A little just a, a, a little nod. And to clear things wave, up, if, if,
1: if, if someone is uh, just doing the school run in a rather posh, uh, blinged-up Land Rover, what are you doing when they drive by?
0: Uh, yeah, if it's, it depends. If it's a Range Rover, no. If It might be a nice defender, in which case, well, yeah, going to give them a little wave. Very complicated sequence of rules you've <laughs> got here. Yeah.
3: <laughs> the Home Time Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name.
2: Absolute radio.
1: Do you remember yesterday, this time, uh, we kicked off some... Almighty argument as to uh, what were the top three trades.
0: Do you know what? You can tell that we've had a big argument on this show when you wake up the next morning and look at your phone and people are still tweeting about it, and that's what was going on with this (laughs) top three trade thing.
1: Uh, This was because uh, a couple of days ago a leak was discovered in my kitchen ceiling at home. Plumber was due round this morning. He did indeed come round this morning, and I'd put plumbers right up there as number one trade.
0: Yes, you did. Just the
1: background to it all. Here's what happened this morning. Plumber turns up. Obviously, I'm very, very anxious. Uh, you know, a couple of weeks before Christmas, you don't want to have some massive plumbing job that you're having to sort of fork out I, don't,
0: I remember the text coming in from your other half. You yeah. had to run out the room and yeah. take the call and everything as well. Exactly.
1: So he turns up and he expect, inspects the kitchen ceiling. Immediately, he wants to rush upstairs to look at the toilet, which is above above the kitchen oh. i'm now thinking oh this is getting worse Uh-oh. it's a problem with the toilet it's making its way down the walls this is awful he then asks why is it oily and damp next door to the toilet okay and i expect oh yeah it is no i would not noticed that in any of my detective work mm-hmm. i go back downstairs to my wife to ask what's going on here is there any reason why it's oily and damp next door to the toilet Here's where it all begins to unravel a little bit. It turns out my nine month old son, Rocco, had knocked over one of these moisture trap trays that we have in the bathroom. Tray. Yeah. So it's like a long thing uh, that has got about 500 grams worth of crystals in it. Not sort of like jewels, but like crystals that might soak up moisture. And then what you get underneath is it's like a whole tray of oily moisture okay. that sort of traps in there rather than you getting mould and damp in your bathroom. He'd knocked it over. That had cracked. It's all making its way down through all the uh, all the plaster and all that kind of stuff. Oh, no. And had been going down into the kitchen. So, because it had been knocked over, my wife had refilled it thinking, oh, I better sort this back out. And that's been then re dripping back in. So, there is no leak whatsoever. So,
0: no pipe work in your house is actually like shedding water. It was just some kind of slightly strange bathroom ornament. I was leaking.
1: I had called out a plumber (laughs) to tell me that my baby had knocked over a moisture trap. Love it. (laughs) I'm so embarrassed. Call out charge. You're going to get a call out charge for this, or will they say will he let you off? I'm waiting for the invoice to come through. But trust me, I have never taken so much care over making a cup of coffee (laughs) for a tradesperson before in my life. Love it
2: radio.
3: They asked for a podcast we told them to do it themselves and here it is, the Home Time Podcast
0: with Bush and Ritchie. We've sorted out the moisture trap, which is a weird thing I've never heard of before, but that was what was causing your leak. Saves mould in bathrooms, trust me go for it. We've also had people asking what is behind, uh, is it door number five today? Five in your advent calendar that your wife has improvised yes, for Yes, she
1: has, yes. So day one was that 20 minute hand moisturiser, day two the shaving apron, a steak on day three yeah. pair of pants yesterday. We took a bit Bit of a dip it's gone up it's gone upwards again today Hm gift card hey that's not bad yeah to the tune of how
0: much 10 pounds That's not bad <laughs> I mean I'd probably get more pants <laughs> with it but... <laughs> <laughs> but I'm happy with that so it, what we've done we've put it in the form <laughs> of like the ft100 graph yeah for people to see where it's gone so we start quite high up with the hand moisturizer quite a dip for the shaving apron through the roof for steak uh, which is undeniable undeniable right down the bottom for pants uh and then we've kind of gone up again for the hm gift card uh, but you just Said just before, while the end of that that song was on, about the pants, our producer Adam suggested that the pants may resurface.
1: Yeah, that no one's going to buy like one pair of pants, it was probably a multi buy. I can confirm she did say to me last night, There are more pants to come,
0: more pants on the way. Time with Bush and Richie
2: with Tesco Mobile. Find great gifts, whoever you're shopping for, however, you do Christmas. Everyone's welcome at Tesco Mobile.
0: You're listening to Andy Bush and Richie Firth. This is our hometown show. This is Absolute Radio on a Wednesday night, and that's T-Rex. Still getting people in touch about the Master Bongo Friendy.
1: Oh come uh, on! Greenies tweeted. Do you think Bush's mum and dad a bit of Bongo in the back of it? Bush conceived in a Friendy. Right. I'm drawing a line under this. <laughs> I reckon. I reckon we've hit it.
0: I don't want to start a thing. <laughs> My mum and dad had a Bongo <laughs> Friendy when we were kids, and we used to drive around all over the place in it.
1: If you're on Wikipedia, I would like you to <laughs> go to Andy Bush's <laughs> webpage page and
0: update that he was conceived in the. of a bongo friendly. Great, thanks. Ed says, (laughs) we've got a black one with tinted windows. With three kids, it's great. And taking it camping next year with an added awning. (laughs) Let's stop this. I want to nip this in the buds. Uh... Look, so on today's show, Richie and I have unveiled our big Christmas initiative, the Twelve Daves of Christmas. Imagine this, folks, a song where every day we get a Dave from a different location in the United Kingdom to sing a line. But we need to kind of test the Dave population today to see if they're still at large out there. The good news is, is
1: you've been coming forward in your droves, or should I say Dave's in your Dave's. Uh, Dave Foskett is a welder at Signet Fabrications in North Wales. He's very much with us. Dave Smart reporting live from Burton upon Trent. Good lads.
0: David Maguire in Lowestoft claims to be the most easterly Dave in the UK. Uh, On Facebook now, tag a Dave, let us know. If you know one, Mark says, Dave Conway, you have to join the club. Good lad. Dave Reeves says, Two ginger Daves in Stoke-on-Trent reporting for action. We both work at the trade counter. And hi to Dave Keeley, who works in Paynton in Devon. Fantastic. Good to have them all on board. Facebook.com slash Absolute Radio for that. We're going to launch it tomorrow. Uh, Let's go to the phones. Who's this on the line? Hi, mate, this is Dave. Dave! (laughs) Hey! Dave, where are you calling from? Another Dave. I'm from Edinburgh, man. OK, I would say let's get him tagged, but I don't want to put across the wrong <laughs> opinion of you on the radio. We're just trying to make sure that the UK Dave population is alive and well. Before we launch into the 12 Daves of Christmas tomorrow on this show, uh, do you know many Daves? Yes, I do. I know a few. My best man's a Dave, and I work alongside two Daves. So on this, you are
1: a Dave, your best man's a Dave, and you work with two other Daves. Yeah. This is Dave, four Daves Dave. with one
0: stone. That's amazing. Yes. Is Dave quite a popular name north of the border? and you know many uh, other uh, Scottish uh, Daves?
4: There's a few There's a few that I've played football with, there's a few that I've worked over the years. So the Daves, the Daves are ticking a bit still up north, only.
0: Could, could you do us a favour on this show and just tell all the other Daves, spread the word amongst the Daves in Scotland that they're needed? It's almost like the Thundercats symbol be. into the sky. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> the Batman symbol's up and running. Good man.
0: The great thing is with
1: this, it counters out another text that we have received. And it goes like this I'm Dave. And in the last 10 years, there have been 12 children born across my family. And not one of them has been called Dave. I'm worried. Oh, so that, you have yeah. counted that out, which is great, Dave. <laughs>
4: That's it. Keep the population going.
2: Absolute Radio
3: The Hometown Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking.
0: It's home time, Absolute Radio, on a Wednesday night. Good to have your company every day this week. Our wonderful sponsors are sending Tesco Mobile's Little Helper down to Absolute Radio Studios to help dish out some unforgettable presents to some deserving listeners. We're about to speak to another person on the phone in a second. Let's just say hello to the elf again. Hello. Still here. Tesco Mobile's Little still Helper. Still here. Are uh, you OK over there? You got everything you need? I'm
2: all good. And Richie still hasn't found me.
0: You haven't seen Richie at all. have <laughs> you? Did you hide from him? Were you being naughty, or were you just... Did you yes, see okay. yes, hidden
2: from him. He doesn't look
0: for things very well, though, does he? No, he can be very silly. Well, steady on. <laughs> so, <laughs> let's uh, let's go to the phones and say hello to Joe. Hello, Andy.
2: Hello,
0: Andy, and hello, uh, Al.
2: Hello, hello. You
0: have to say hello, Tesco Mobile's little helper.
2: Hello, Tesco Mobile's little helper. That's better. <laughs> Hi, Joe. <laughs> Hiya. Hi. How are you today? Very good, thank you. Have you been running today? I haven't been running today, no, but I I might go running tomorrow, not today. It's a bit wet today. Difficult running in the winter, isn't it? It's awful, yes. yes yeah.
0: Joe, have you, have you ever had a conversation with an elf about running and weather before on the radio? Uh, no,
2: not at all, That no, was my first time. That's going oh, all right, though, isn't it? I about anything. Yeah. <laughs> but you like yeah. running, don't you, Jo? I do, yes, indeed, yes. little birdie told me. Pardon? I said a little birdie told me. That's right, yeah. Yeah. We're going to give you, thanks to Tesco Mobile's little helper, because that's me, we're going to give you a treadmill!
0: Your own treadmill for the garage! Well, Jo, what about that very generous (laughs) offer from the lovely people at Tesco Mobile, but not only that, their little helper, A, a treadmill for your own garage?
2: That's right, yes. I can run when it's miserable outside.
0: Amazing. Yeah. That's good. And are you aiming towards a particular thing you're going to do as a, as a running thing?
2: Yeah, I've I've only ever run up to ten k in races before. I'd like my next thing to be my first half marathon, so I need I need to do some serious training for that. So uh, so that would be my next aim, definitely. The treadmill will help you. Thank you very much. That's yeah.
0: Joe, can elves Thank do you. Can elves do marathons and stuff? Or are they not allowed?
2: Oh, I think they probably could.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, this, this,
2: but the rest of the time people dressed up as elves. This oh, like, elf will elf take, a do a do it. It'll take a shortcut.
0: He'll take a shortcut, see what he's done there.
2: Absolutely, yes, yeah.
0: Mm. <laughs> Joe making small talk with an elf. Lovely to speak to you. Tesco Mobile's little helper will be swinging by tomorrow to make more Christmas dreams come true, won't you? Swinging by. And let us know... Swinging what your perfect gift will be at absoluteradio.co.uk slash win and we could be chatting to you tomorrow and however you do Christmas everyone is welcome at Disco Mobile. The
3: Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Absolute Radio. Three days done, two to
1: go. It's Wednesday's Hometime on Absolute Radio with Andy Bush and Richie Firth. It's the killers. All these things that I've done. Our big Christmas project for 2018.
0: We've launched it on today's show. Yes. Details to come, particularly for you if you are called Dave. Just go on our Facebook page now. It's all we ask of you if you're a Dave or you know a Dave. Facebook now. All will be explained in a minute. Meanwhile. Do you ever have those moments where someone tells you something and you just think, wow, and you can't stop thinking about it and your mind is blown? All the time. Uh, I was out late last night and I got a taxi back from the train station because I couldn't be bothered to walk up the hill and it was raining. (laughs) And the taxi driver told me something that literally has blown my mind. So I thought I have to talk about this with you guys today. Uh, he, he I got in, and he asked me how busy my train was. And I thought, mm-hmm. that's quite unusual. And I told him it was quite busy. So Bear in mind, it was half ten at night. It was uh, surprisingly busy for, you know, like a... What was it last night? It was a Tuesday night. Mm. I said, well, probably because it's Christmas party season now, kicking off, so people are going to their office dues and coming back on the train. And he then said, oh, brilliant. What I'm going to do is drop you off and then shoot straight down to South End Victoria Station, which is the end of the line, and pick up some sleepers. Sleepers? Sleepers was the phrase that he used. So I asked him, like, what's what are sleepers? What are they? And apparently he's told me that uh, he makes most of his cash from picking up people who've fallen asleep on the train because yeah. they've had a few ails or they're really <laughs> tired or whatever. They've woken up at the end of the line and then they need to get a taxi to wherever they should be. That's amazing. Sleepers. So actual people who've just fallen asleep. And he's making like a sideline in there. That's really cool. So that's that's. Uh, I guess that's,
1: uh, very specifically, that is like an end of the night thing, isn't it? Because there might not necessarily be a train
0: back for the sleeper to go back to where they should be this is it he told me last night there was one guy couldn't remember where he should have got off but he'd got the last train back and had forgotten and fallen asleep and he had to pay £120 to get back to home and he said people always pay because they just want to go home they're really tired do you know what I mean but for me it's really weird because I've never, never, ever fallen asleep on public transport or anything like that. I'm quite guarded about it. I'm quite scared of that happening to me. That would be my worst nightmare. I've had it many, many times in my previous
1: life, working earlier in the day on this radio station. I used to park my car at Hounslow, outskirts of London, near Heathrow Airport. It's a 40-minute rattle on the tube. So, after having got up early and being tired, the tube has kind of rocked me to sleep. Probably once a week, I would wake up in Terminal five of Heathrow Airport.
0: Oh no, that's it's the, crushing. That's the uh, the Piccadilly line thing. Yeah, is it? it, it is, you is, take yeah. to the airport. Yeah. So then you've got to get all the way back,
1: which in reality is probably only about seven or eight minutes. But it was ju- it's just it's enough, soul though, destroying waking up and thinking I've done it again.
0: <laughs> I'm such a loser. So, what? Well, this is genuinely blown my mind. Uh, like, if you've ever fallen asleep on public transport and woken up somewhere weird, get in touch with the show. Sleep is a thing. Uh, Paul Bennett says, does West Durrington count? I once fell asleep on a hot train after a long day in London. Ended up along the coast. I was nudged awake by someone getting off a long cold wait for a train back to Brighton. <laughs>
3: If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Glenn
1: says he fell asleep on the train home in Devon, woke up in Cornwall. It's a completely different county. Oh,
0: no, that would be awful. Bit of a rivalry between those two as well. Yeah, I'm from Devon. Waking up in Cornwall would be awful. (laughs) (laughs) Can't even do a pasty properly. Leanne in Tunbridge Wells, true. It's true, Devon pasties are better than Cornish pasties. They may have started it, we improved it. Uh, Leanne in Tunbridge Wells says, I used to work in a cab office, and once a week we would have some poor guy call up because they fell asleep on the train home and ended up miles away from town. After midnight they were looking at fees between 50 to 80 quid to get home depending on which tiny station they exited the train on.
2: <laughs> Absolute Radio.
3: The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking.
1: A 20-minute heads up for Hitler's
0: toilet. The paranormal is back. Ooh, we Uh, had a paleontologist tweet us yesterday with your, He did a paleo uh, Yeah, I did, yeah, yeah, about the woolly mammoth, yeah. Get yourself into the scientific community, Richie. (laughs) They're all talking about it. Uh, We're asking you this, have you ever fallen asleep on public transport and woken up somewhere weird? The taxi driver last night told me he he makes a lot of money from picking up sleepers, people who've gone to sleep and missed their stop. Uh, Martin
1: (laughs) says, where would I start on this? I've spent half a day asleep on the cross city line going backwards and forwards. I've woken up in Walsall bus garage, ended up in Morden in South London a few times Tamworth and Lichfield once or twice as well
0: wow uh, John says I once got the train back from London after a few work drinks heading back to St Albans woke up in Bedford had to wait two hours for a train to St Albans fell asleep on that I then woke up in London <laughs> By this time (laughs) it was half four in the morning and i went straight to work uh cambridge from someone anonymous says i'd fallen asleep
1: they'd locked the doors i had to get out through the driver's doors they couldn't find anyone to open the main doors that
0: is awesome uh we've got andy on the line andy how you doing mate well sean very well how are you sir we're good man we're good tell us about your experience of being a sleeper uh
4: right so a few years ago um when i was working in the city we used to go out for drinks on a Friday night and one of the guys I worked with jumped on a train at London Bridge going to Tunbridge Wells in Kent and pretty much every week he'd fall asleep on the train and wake up in Dover. <laughs> uh, and it, it used to cost him, at the time, probably 70 or £80 pounds for a cab back home. So when we were in the office one day, we made him a sign to hang round his neck when he got on the train which basically said, if I'm asleep at Tunbridge Wells, Please wake me up and I will happily give you
0: £20 as a reward. <laughs> cheaper than getting lost again, isn't it, eh? <laughs>
1: Only by 60 quid, though. <laughs> Absolutely, but it, it saved him a load of money
0: every week. Yeah, that's brilliant. <laughs> uh, Andy, good to speak to you. Thanks so much, dude. Really appreciate it. No problem
3: at all. Thanks. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home Time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name.
2: Absolute radio.
0: Uh, This is a podcast extra. Right, are we ready to do this? Mm. Uh, This is X-rated, but it's worth it. We're talking, obviously, about uh, people falling asleep on public transport, waking up somewhere weird. Listen to this from Basil (laughs) in Bladen. You ever heard of Bladen before? Uh, It's up near uh, Newcastle, isn't it? He says, Bush and Ritchie, 15 years ago, I went to London to meet my father-in-law to ask for his daughter's hand in marriage. Several pints later, we started chatting to other boozers in the pub. And to cut a long story short, instead of arriving back home in Oxford at 7pm, I found myself being woken up at 1am by the conductor at the end of the line somewhere in the middle of Wales. Pitch black, absolutely (laughs) bewildered and leathered beyond belief. He said if I kept my head down, I could travel back to Reading where the train was being stored. Cue a £75 taxi back to Oxford from Reading, followed by a massive bollocking from my future wife. We were due to go on holiday at 8am the next morning and also I shat myself in the taxi. (laughs) Happy days, says Basil, happy days. Don't sound
1: that happy, do they, really?
0: (laughs)
2: Salute
3: radio They asked for a podcast we told them to do it themselves and here it is the hometime podcast with Bush and Ritchie
1: They're here. Aliens are here already, according to a NASA scientist. What is your view on aliens, before I even
0: find out what this story is about? What, where are you coming from on this? Open-minded. Very open-minded. open-minded.
1: NASA, you can't dispute them. I mean, what a reputable organisation. Uh, and One of their scientists, uh, a gentleman called Silvano P. Colombano. I think I had him in my fancy football team. <laughs> He <laughs> says that we, uh, we may not even have noticed extraterrestrials arrive on Earth because they look different to what we think they look like. Okay. He says that aliens could have arrived to the planet in the form of something other than carbon-based organisms, meaning they would go undetected. He's uh, written a very uh, detailed paper about this. It says they could have been here within the last 10,000 years at any point in time.
0: So what, they've just, they're, they're just around, they're already on the planet, and the whole thing waiting for them to appear in a saucer in the sky is actually a fallacy. Well, here's, here's the really groundbreaking thing.
1: Another scientist, Dr Maggie Adarin pocock has said that extraterrestrial life could look very different. Uh, basing her theory on how life began on Earth, she believes that mutants would be large marine-type animals with metallic skins and, <laughs> <laughs> and orange backsides <laughs> that <is>, are <laughs> sucking chemicals oh, from pulses along their spines. If you look at the picture that's been put out with this report, they look like jellyfish. Yeah, it's well, you just show me in the photo
0: there. It's a jellyfish. That's just so, a jellyfish.
1: Here's the thing to take away from this, to tell your mates down the pub, because I'm sure you talk about these kind of things down the pub. <laughs> yeah. Jellyfish are aliens. They're actual aliens. According to NASA. What do you take away from today's show? Bush was conce- conceived in
0: a bongo friendy, and uh, <laughs> jellyfish, jellyfish are aliens. <laughs> The two key bits of information. Yeah, again, going back to my earlier point I think I made on a show last week, that robots and aliens ultimately quite disappointing. Big time. Big time disappointing. Up your game, aliens. What is this thing with orange backsides? It's weird.
2: Absolute Radio.
3: The hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news, and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Uh, One
1: final tweet that we had during the show today from uh, Stephen saying, so now we know Bush was conceived in a bongo, Uh, you need to uh, change the show's name to the Bongo and Firth show. Uh, So we'll get all that sorted (laughs) for tomorrow. That's it, you're all barred. Take it away, Bill Bailey.